You're listening to Civic from the San Francisco Public Press. On this edition, we'll hear about the future of school from two high school students. You either pass or you fail. And if you're passing in March, you're passing. I started to think, I'm not going to need any of this. And I told them this, and they all decided that we should have a homework session where we split up the work and just did it all together rather than separate, and that kind of helped. Because there'll be days where me and my friends, we don't even show up for class. It was the point of like, what's the point? But we had to help remind each other that even though we're going through this, we still need to go out with the bang and we need to end it off good. We got all back on our stuff and we end up graduating. I'm Laura Wenis and this is Civic. Before all of San Francisco began sheltering in place to stop the spread of the novel coronavirus, San Francisco's schools shut down completely. Daphne Magnawa, Director of Membership and Community for the San Francisco Public Press, talked with two high school students at a live webinar to hear how they'd experienced the abrupt closure and what their future looks like now. Here's Daphne with Abigail Alt, incoming senior at Lincoln High School, and Lajea Smith, a senior at Life Learning Academy. Why don't we start with distance learning? This is something that everyone's been hearing a lot about. Lajea, why don't we start with with you and let us know, so how was that transition? So you come back from spring break, you're actually going to school from home. Well, as a senior getting ready to graduate, going on to the next semester, it was kind of hard knowing that I can go back to school, see my actual friends and learn in a classroom. And it kind of makes the process harder because at first the teachers will just assign a lot of classwork for no reason, more than they'll usually give us. So it's a difficult transition trying to keep in track of all of those classes and all that classwork they were giving us, all the extra work. It was also hard because teachers wouldn't reach out and ask for ask if you need help. So basically the process was just be looking like you're just doing the work and they just give it to you. They wouldn't actually help you in the beginning. So it was very hard for all of us. Would you turn assignments in in the same way? Was that different? How you actually, how they knew that you were completing your your homework? We will turn assignments in on Google Classrooms and sometimes they'll tell us to do it on paper and we'll take a picture and just upload it to them there. Was there anything that sort of surprised you about doing um, distance learning and having to do this from home? Um, were there any classes that worked better this way? Or was it all just more challenging, like you were describing? Well, some of my classes were already online, but my most challenging class would have to be my science class. Because then they'll have to, we'll have to find ways to do science experiments from home to prove a theory and things like that. Were you doing those while you were doing your Zoom classes together, your experiments? Sometimes they'll either just put it on YouTube and we'll watch the videos. Okay. And then that's mostly what we did. So, hey, Abby, how was the transition for you? Well, in the beginning, I didn't, I kept thinking that we were going to go back to school the next day. And eventually we realized probably not going back till next year. Um, Since I am a junior, I had a bunch of big tests. Like I was supposed to take my first SAT bunch of AP exams coming up and we were all scared that all of the work that we put in to do those was gonna go down the drain. Our teachers 
were still getting used to the whole idea of online learning. They were exciting way too much, way too much for us. Uh, no one had the same motivation because they started saying that grades weren't going to be applied at all. Like we weren't going to get graded. It was just automatic pass. So that was terrible. Was there anything surprising in terms of, oh, this is easier to be able to do uh, distance learning and not have to go to school, maybe because your schedule wasn't as tight or um, you didn't have to wake up as early, you know, what, what was, was there anything about it that, that actually did work for you? Well, definitely my sleep schedule is a lot better now. I think I like the idea that I could do all of my homework at once which I couldn't do during the school year. And it really stresses me out when multiple assignments pile up, but that's just me as a student. Uh, so what would you say really um, was sort of the hardest thing about this transition? Uh, not being able to vent to my friends, like in person, there's just something about doing it over text that doesn't really feel right. It was how I used to really stress when the assignments got too big. So mm -hmm. that was the hardest. Lajea, how about you? What was sort of overall, um, now that you have time to think about the last couple of months, what was the hardest thing? I definitely have to agree on not seeing my friends. As not seeing anybody in general, it's that social interaction that's supposed to help us as humans, but we're not getting that. We're all from home. We're distant from everybody. So I'm a person that likes social connection. And if I don't have that, I'm kind of all over the place. So that's definitely been the hardest for me. I know you guys are staying connected somehow, even though you can't see each other, because I have a freshman daughter and I see how she stays connected. So how are you guys staying connected? Um, me and my friends, we always FaceTime each other. So that's one way we stay connected or even we'll meet up to like walk around our neighborhoods but like still have a little distance from each other just so we have something going on and get some workout and some exercise. How about you Abby? Uh, well before the whole quarantine I was uh, really connected to my friends through social media like Instagram and just messages. Uh, now that the quarantine started we've been like scheduling Zoom sessions so we can play games online and see each other's reactions. Um, that's mostly how we've been trying to stay connected. When we talked, when we first talked, um, Abby, you mentioned that you were in some groups um, or clubs. How, how are you guys meeting now? Well, most of the clubs have just stopped working completely. Uh, they have stuff like Messenger and we'll like post information through that, but it's none of us know what to do kind of thing because like for my Marine Animal Activism Club, what we used to do was go out into the world. We used to go whale watching and now we can't do that. Which was good. Um, how about you, Lajea? Um, I know that you're also in some groups. Um, how do you stay connected or how do you meet, virtually meet? Um, we meet over Zoom. We'll schedule through emails of what we're doing and then we just meet on Zoom and just make it happen. So Abby, I know that you co-founded um, a mental health club at Lincoln. Um, why'd you do that? Uh, I did it because a lot of people who I hold very dear to me, um, they were really struggling. 
they're all stuck at home with like their triggers right now and there's no coping strategies. No one knew how to use those before quarantine started. So they're all really struggling and depressed. So I thought it might be good to start a mental health awareness club. Um, so when we get back, we're prepared. Are you able to meet now um, uh, virtually or, or talk? So far, we've just been communicating through text messages, uh, sort of figuring out the logistics of the club, how we're going to help people, what projects we want to do, but we haven't really done any face-to-face -face yet. So I think a lot of our audience would be interested in hearing, were you able to find ways to cope and, you know, what, how were, were you able to exchange ideas on that and what, what did you find things that were really helpful? Uh, yeah, so, well, number one, I'm a runner, so I had that coping strategy before. That was really great, and we've been sharing our, like, different exercising ideas just to sort of get out there and move, and then other kids had ideas where we journal our feelings. Uh, one of my favorites was where we write down everything that we don't like right now, and then we rip up that paper or burn it, uh, <laughs> so then we can just get rid of it forever. Yeah, just Zooming with your friends was the main one, though, trying to stay connected because you really got to put an extra effort in if you're not seeing them at school every day. Yeah. How about you, Lejaya? Well, for me, how I cope, I like to bake and I like to cook. So I started my own little sweets business, and I started making funnel cakes, deep-fried Oreos, deep-fried Twinkies, and all the carnival food um, things you can think of. So that's how I mostly deal with my stress I like to cook because I know the way I cook people are going to enjoy it and by them seeing their faces enjoying it I know I'm enjoying myself so that's amazing what is the what's the name of your um baking business all right so I'm on Instagram and it's jsweet underscore how is it working with your customers and you know how do you sell your goods and deliver it to them well I'll deliver it with my mom, we'll drop it off to their car, um, drop it off to their house, or they'll just come over to my house and they pick it up. Okay. So, Lejaya, I know that you're a senior, um, and a lot of seniors are thinking about graduation. Did you already have your graduation ceremony? No, my graduation is on June 3rd. Can you tell us a little bit about how that's going to work uh, with social distancing? All right, so with my graduating class, there's going to be two separate days of the seniors graduating. And basically, we're going to go to our school, and then we're going to all sit in our cars. And the only time we get out of our cars is to go get our diplomas. And we have to come out with our mask on. And we can't even celebrate. Once we get our diplomas, we can't honk the horns. We can't scream or shout. We literally have to stay, take our picture, and get right back in the car because we don't want to disrupt the neighborhood. Or at least my school don't, because I would celebrate. It's my senior year. I want to have fun. Is there any else, anything else that you want to talk about, just in terms of how you are supporting your friends and how your friends are supporting you and how you're staying connected with your networks um, of, of friends and other students even? Well, at first it was really hard because there will be days where – me and my friends, we don't even show up for class. We just want to give up because it was the point of like, what's the point? We're assigning all this work 
and we're not in school no more and it's our senior year it's not playing out how we want to so it was definitely some weeks that went by where I wasn't in class or I wasn't doing that at the work but we had to help remind each other that even though we're going through this we still need to go out with the bang and we need to end it off good so we got all back on our stuff and we end up graduating. How about you Abby? I've always felt really guilty when I don't do a homework assignment. Uh, that kind of kept me going, but definitely towards like this last week when like grades were officially like you either pass or you fail. And if you're passing in March, you're passing. So I would start to think I'm not going to need any of this and there's no point uh, in doing it. And what my friends did was like, I told them this. It's like why I was, they were asking me why I wasn't showing up to classes and I told them this and they all decided that we should have a homework session or we split up the work and just did it all together rather than separate and that kind of helped. Plus there's the fact that we have next year, which is also motivation. Have to do yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, well that's actually a good segue into um where we want to go now um looking ahead you know what is the new reality of campus life do you think that for next year they should start up again mm, that's a tough question i guess i couldn't really see going to school without those events i know there's like a bunch of spirit rallies that of course no one in my grade goes to anyways but there's definitely assemblies like uh Brotherhood Sisterhood Assembly, those are really important that we all get to go to, but I don't see how we're all going to do it with social distancing. Maybe half the school goes and the other half doesn't go, like two days kind of thing. But I think they could be able to figure it out. Stuff like prom probably won't happen because that involves getting close to other people. What about you, Lajea? What do you think about um, holding these larger events that really are been important to high schoolers? Um, I feel like that prom still should happen, but it should be in a different way. Like there kind of be two different proms because there's still ways to have a big open area and people to be inside, but still keep a safe distance from each other. Because I feel like prom is really important. Nobody should miss out on those events. And I'm hoping, I swear, I keep on hoping that this whole thing will blow over next year. Let's say you were talking to your principal and your teachers right now. What would you want them to know? What would you want them to know about your distance learning experience? And what are the things that they should consider going forward? How can they support you? How can they support your families? Um, more, because I'm sure they've learned a lot as well. Um, Abby, why don't we start with you? Uh, let me think. So, number one, 30-minute classes once a week is not enough for me. During those 30 minutes, uh, there were a few classes that did work. I think with math, the questions, we mostly use our textbooks outside of class, and the whole lecture part was more just like a Q&A session, but uh, for my language class, for French, that wasn't working. Uh, we had no idea what was going on. She was just reading at us. Uh, so I think 
that's not going to work. I would prefer if teachers posted lectures advance, like ahead of time, like on YouTube or something like what the college board was doing for AP exams. Because uh, that would give us, allow us our own, like, it would allow flexibility with our schedules. So we get to choose when we watch those lectures. And then just have the Zoom meetings as questions. Because honestly, no one can learn certain subjects over Zoom. It's just, there's the multiple types of learning and it's not covering all of them. Like there's physical, I'm not getting any of that learning at all. That's how I learn. You know, this is sort of timely because the governor just put out some guidance for schools, um, what regulations they would need to follow to reopen. And, you know, what would you like to know how will school work? I guess I don't have many questions. I would like to know what's going to happen if someone at our school does end up getting it. Like, is it just going to go back to a complete shutdown, uh, which might make more sense? Or if we'll just keep going with the split schedule? So, Lajea, same question to you. I know that you're graduating, but I was just wondering what advice you'd want to give them. Just because we're at home and we have the time to do all the work, do not sign all the work. Because adding all extra work that we don't even do in the classroom is just too much. Like, we all have different classes. And if I'm getting 10 assignments in almost every class, I'm not, it doesn't motivate me to do it. So just don't assign so much work. Just pretend like it's a regular school day, the regular school hours, and the same time we're in the class. So just because we have the time to do it, we're not really going to do it as students. Like... I know my peers, we're not going to do all that, all that work. Like we're going to do it because we want our grades to be up, but we're not going to be motivated to. We're not going to like school anymore. LaJaya, this is for you since you are graduating. How has the shelter in place changed what, what you're planning for your future? Um, I'm trying to think about my future now that I'm graduating because I'm trying to see how would college work out would we be in class or something online so it's been a hard process for me to really think about especially with the shelter in place still going on so it's just my main questions I'm just asking is like how will my college life be so um I think we're ready for questions from the audience we have a lot how do you feel about um the current situation with the SATs. I'm not sure if this person was asking in relation to if the UCs are accepting them or not, but why don't you just tell me in general, Abby, how you're feeling about it? I still feel obligated to take the SAT, even though they're not requiring it. I never really agreed with the whole idea of the SAT. No one test can kind of determine how much potential you'll have in college. I do think that holistic omissions are better anyways, where they look at the person as a whole, like what extracurriculars they do, but I still feel obligated to take the test. Not scary. Can the students make videos and have the teachers respond to them? Would this be a better way to get individual feedback? And Lajay, I'm going to throw this one to you. Would that have worked for you if you made videos and had the teachers respond to them? I feel like videos would work. There's also the communication with students between teachers that we still need to keep. So if we had that communication, I feel like it would have been much easier this year. Communication um, meaning being in the classroom together? 
not just that but like we can also do it that. like how we're talking to each other right now on zoom we could also be talking to our teachers like that i feel like because we see our teachers as like they're a little bit higher they're like they're not going to listen to us but i feel like if they really understood like our situation really had the time to sit down and actually listen to us the whole process would have been a little better it sounds like you wouldn't have been able to do that in a classroom can you tell me why so could you tell me why you couldn't have the same conversation with your teacher on Zoom in class? I feel like some teachers don't actually listen. Like, they'll hear you talk, but then still do what they're going to do because they're the teachers. They're assigned all the rules, regulations, all that. But then I feel like there are teachers who actually do listen to what the students are saying and actually change their ways. So it's more of like a listening thing. If they actually listen and do it, then it'll be easier. Okay, here's another question. Um, what did you find especially motivating in terms of completing assignments during the distance learning days? Abby, what do you think? Uh, I hate to say it, but grades. Uh, grades are definitely like, they cause me stress, but they're also like, if you don't do this, you're gonna get a bad grade and then you'll have to like, show that to your parents so uh just the whole stress around grades like it's negative but it also really helped uh also the idea that i'm still learning stuff i'm probably gonna need it next year what i found motivating is the fact that i was almost done so knowing that i was almost done with an assignment it made me feel more better but like, okay well let me just finish this out and then I'll also agree with Abby about the grades, too, because you want a good grade. Like, you want good grades. So those are my two things that help motivate me. Oh, this is a good question. Um, did you both, um, I'll start with you, Abby. Did you share with your teachers that their approach to teaching during the quarantine wasn't effective? There are certain teachers that I feel comfortable with, with telling them, like, what's really not working, because, like, everyone else in the class is complaining and I'm hearing all of it and I like, I feel comfortable telling them directly. Uh, there was maybe two teachers that scare me enough that I don't want to tell them. So instead I just rant about it to my friends and see, hope like one of them says it. Uh, but yeah, I think I've only told three teachers directly. I know they're all struggling too, so I try to be sympathetic. Did you share their response? Uh, majority of the teachers, they're really open to getting feedback. There was a few that had no idea what I was talking about, and I don't know what to do with them. Uh, but yeah, they've all been pretty open to taking feedback because this is all just so new. It's great. I feel very lucky. How about you, Lajea? Were you able to um, give feedback to your teachers? Um, I gave feedback to my teachers who asked for any feedback, but other than that, I didn't really give any feedback. If next year, you, if you're not actually physically on campus at the start of the year, what topics do you think would be good ones to be learning during that time when you're not on campus? I feel like the subjects that we're already learning, that is kind of like a hard question to interpret, but I feel like um, we can still have our history classes, like that'll still be a topic to learn because we can learn about the histories of 
all the other pandemics that happened compared to now and what happened. Like, I feel like that's a good thing to find out. So, Lajaya, um, stay on for a second. Um, everyone wants to know how they can learn more about um, Jaya Sweets. And what's your Instagram handle again? Okay, so my Instagram handle is, I'm going to spell it out for everybody. So it's J-A-Y-A-S-S-W-E-E-T-S underscore. So it's Jaya Sweets on Instagram. Is it something, so so someone asked, um, just just um, ask you one more question on this. Um, for other entrepreneurs at your age um, looking to start a business, I, I guess, did you start this before the pandemic? I started during. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so this person would like to know um, if there's any advice you can give them with, but, um, on how to start a business during uncertain times, during a pandemic. Um, I would say if you have a, a support system that's gonna help you, and it also if you have a craft that you're good at, then make a business out of it. Like I like cooking and I'm good at it. So if you like doing something and you enjoy doing it, then just do it, just set it out there. If you were to go to class, um, start school again, and even you to um, Lajaya in college, and the policy was, yeah, you're gonna be on campus. Would you feel safe? Probably not. My school's not really made for social distancing. Uh, I know that I would bump into people constantly because that's what happens during normal school hours. Um, even if they split the class in two, I still feel like I would bump into people, but that might just be my own issue. Uh, but I probably wouldn't feel safe when the first case was said to be at Lowell. I panicked because I swim at the same place as Lowell. Uh, and it just felt like it was going to spread through all of school. And that's probably going to happen again. How about you, Lajaya? Would you feel safe? Um, to say I'm going to college and the college I'm going to is kind of big. So I feel like I can be safe, but then I should still be aware of my surroundings and still wear a mask even when I'm out. Um. Are there other life skills that you would like to develop that schools could help you with that you think would help you through times like this? Um, I think there's more so classes that we should learn that's going to help us in our future. So I feel like we should have classes that teaches you how to do your taxes. Because it's good to learn that at a young age. Like we need those skills. We should learn about financial literacy. I feel like that should be a class that we should have. I have that at my school, so I'm grateful for that. But I know a lot of my friends and other schools don't have that, so that should definitely be a class that's recommended for everybody to take. For adults, too. Yeah. How about you, Abby? Uh, that really hit me with the tax one. In fifth grade, I believe, my teacher tried to teach us, but like we were way too young then. If they had that class in high school, it would be amazing. Uh, otherwise, other subjects that they would teach, like I'm pretty sure everyone knows how to wash their hands uh, and social distance. It might be good to know more about the virus, but 
you never really know what's like the right amount of information there. So it'd be difficult for the teachers to make a curriculum anyways. So Abby, what do you think will be the main memory that you'll have from the school year? Oh, uh, probably running through the city. Like it's not exactly class related, but running through the city and seeing no one. That was definitely the biggest thing because I'm, I normally like being alone, but like that felt scary alone, like a ghost town. How about you, Lajaya? Okay, um, my main memory, I feel like coming outside and not seeing any traffic on the freeways or the bridge, like that was incredible. I never thought I'd see anything like that. Before we close, is there anything else that you'd like to let everybody out there know? I got one. Just if there are like any parents out there, uh, I would just like to say on behalf of all teenagers, phones are technically a coping strategy. It is a distraction, but it is an effective distraction. We distract ourselves until we're ready to deal with the issue in front of us. So it's not exactly negative and do not force them to get off their phone because that is their only connection to their friends right now. All right, Lajaya, how about you? I definitely agree with Abby on that <laughs> one, but uh, also, if you have a family, if you're not living by yourself and you live with other people, then definitely spend time with your family, right? You should have movie nights, y'all should have family kickoffs, like do stuff that's gonna still seem fun even though we're in the house. So enjoy these precious moments that we have. I wanna thank you guys so much. Good luck next year, Abby. And um, congratulations, Lajea, on your graduation. Good luck with your um, with what you do next year. And please stay in touch with us. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. That was Daphne McNawa, Director of Membership and Community for the San Francisco Public Press, hosting a live webinar with Abigail Alt, an incoming senior at Lincoln High School, and Lajea Smith, a senior at Life Learning Academy. I'm Laura Wenis, and you've been listening to Civic.